Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high-levels genius, now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner. Ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam? Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome. I mean, when you go to, to TripAdvisors and you're looking at, you know, hotels and things like that, you see that it was actually user submitted. Um, you know, Google reviews, Facebook reviews, all those type of, of systems are the way to go. They're authentic. And there's nothing to say that you can't either take a screenshot of that later and put it as an image on your website. Um, or even if you want to have it built in your design, you can copy and paste, but link to the original reviews, right? Give credit to that. So we know that you know in today's world, people and businesses and products live and die by reviews. You know, consumer reviews, TripAdvisor, you know, Amazon, all those different places, and, and reviews that are there. Uh, you know, I strongly believe you need to be getting reviews. Um, you know, that that customer proof, that social proof, and all that kind of stuff. And that's what we want to talk about today. So we're going to be talking about some topics around how do you get them, um, but also what happens if they're not ideal. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I know a lot of people just like cringe and I've had clients that are like, I don't want to ask for reviews because what if there's a bad one? Mm -hmm. Right. So, so do you have any questions? Because this was a topic that, that you came up with. Mm -hmm. I guess, uh, you know, the best place to start is just how do you go about getting reviews in the first place? Absolutely. And that's a great question because a lot of times what I've seen is, you know, small business owners will actually just send an email out to a client and say, hey, can you give me a review or testimonial, right? I think they're interchangeable um, in that regard. Uh, and they'll just get them to email them back. And what they'll do is then they'll mm. copy and paste it and put it on their website. Mm. I have a problem with this. Okay. And the problem is that it's not authentic, right? It's There's nothing to say that that review hasn't been doctored or fabricated or whatever. Mm. Um, and when I go to a website and I see that the, the review has been written there and it says by you know Sally and wherever, you're like, did she really do that? Mm. Right. So, I mean, when you go to, to TripAdvisors and you're looking at, you know, hotels and things like that, you see that it was actually user submitted. Um, you know, Google reviews, Facebook reviews, all those type of, of systems are the way to go. They're authentic. And there's nothing to say that you can't either take a screenshot of that later and put it as an image on your website. Um, or even if you want to have it built in your design, you can copy and paste, but link to the original reviews, right? Mm. Give credit to that. So that's that's important. Um, you know, we're seeing the the increase of video reviews, the technologies out there uh, for that. Vocal Video is a company that makes it extremely easy for people to leave mm video reviews for businesses, whether on their phone or, or on their computer through their webcam. Um, and that's huge mm -hmm. that way. So have a, a process in place. So, you know, just like you would with a marketing campaign or a way that you deliver your services, you mm -hmm. should have a follow-up um, after to ask for that testimonial and review. And again, we keep plugging Keep because Keep actually has, you know, integration with Google My Business, which is where all the Google listings are. Right. Um, and, you know, when you finish with a client, you can go in there and say, request a review. 
pre-populates an email, sends it out, and then they click, they leave it directly with Google. Mm -hmm. And you'll get notified when they actually leave that review. So um, I think you need to be having that process of asking uh, people for that. Right. So what do you think is the best form of a review? Like, would you prefer in an ideal world for every client to, um, you know, send you a video review? Or would it be like um, on Google My Business or, you know, like what's your ideal um, I think every business is different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that the clients that I'm sending it to aren't going to do a video review. Um, I'm personally just trying to build up our Google profile and everything uh, more so than Facebook reviews. Because uh, I think, in my opinion, Google's going to stick around longer. There's people, you know, abandoning ship from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't really have that validity there as much as Google. Right. People search Google. It's kind of like the king uh, of everything. Yeah. Um So what I I tend to do is I'll ask for the review and then I'll see what the review comes in. And if I say or feel that, you know, we could benefit from going a bit deeper, I will then request, hey, you know, I love your review. Thank you so much. Would you be open to tell a bit more of the experience in video? Mm -hmm. And I've done that with a couple of clients Um, because nobody wants to go read a Google review, a text review that's like a thousand words long, right? It needs to be short and concise. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe we'll then go a bit deeper uh, in the video side. Um, you know, and in the, the online world, there's something called NPS, which is called the net promoter score. Uh, and it, it's a promotion of, um, and you may see this and you may have experienced this in, in business. You get these emails and it says, you know, how likely are you to recommend our product services to a friend? And it's like a one to 10 scale. And basically what that means is, you know, an eight to 10 is like the best, um, you know, one to like six is like not great and then there's like that you know seven or eight or whatever there's a middle road there that's like neutral right mm-hmm. um and the idea is it's a calculation and businesses especially tech businesses will actually like track this very highly like in their their sales room they actually have this the percentage score mm-hmm. of what people are doing that um and you know we have campaigns in keep that we use for clients that will actually request that um and the best part about it is if they leave that eight to 10, it can immediately then ask them for a Google review. Mm-hmm. If they're in the subpar one, neutral, you may be like, send them an email and say, how could we do better, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's in that one to five or one to six, it can notify the business owner. It's like, this person has had a, a bad experience, reach out to them and try to fix this, right? right. So there's that, that way of doing that. So there are systems and processes to kind of protect you from those negative reviews as well. Right. Okay, now two questions have popped into my head since okay. then. <laughs> so first, when you get those reviews, um, like like a video review, say, um, where are you using those? Yeah, that's a great question. So you know, what I would suggest is you you immediately then um, take that review, um, and you can use it on a YouTube channel. Um, mm-hmm. You can put it on there. Uh, you can collect them and compile them and then make kind of like a, like a collection of, of testimonials and run them for video ads if you want to mm. you know, start to promote your video or your, your business uh, in a retargeting sense. So if somebody comes to your website, visits it, um, and then maybe they get retargeted or they hit your Facebook page, then they get retargeted with an ad of you know a collection of testimonials, that social mm-hmm. proof that's there. Um, well, I mentioned about putting on a YouTube account. Um, not necessarily you, you might want to not publish it, make it public there because it might not really go in line with what the, the center, the, the ideal of what your channel is, right? For us, we're, we're giving tips. So we would never publish a testimonial video. Mm. We'd mark it on listed and then embed it in the website and use right. YouTube to play it. Um, that does two things. It gives you a better 
um, experience for people to hit play and watch those testimonials, but you're also getting your view counts up. So um, that still tracks in there, even though it's not public. So if you're trying to monetize your YouTube account after you get, you know, a thousand followers, and I think it's like 7,000 hours of, of, you know, per month of, of time, um, it's going to help in, in that as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. So then my second question was, when does it become appropriate and like the client relationship timeline to, to ask for those reviews? I think every business has a, a variation upon that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, let's take, for example, you know, a car dealership. When are you or when is your client at the highest point of, of happiness, mm. right? So it's the moment that they deliver that vehicle, right? You know, right. it's like you got something new. It's great. It's fantastic. You're probably not going to ask like a year down the road or six months down the road, right? Because, you know, the experience they had is not as fresh, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, let's say you're a, a construction company and you're building properties. It's not after they sign the contract. It's when you deliver the keys to the house and they move in and they've been there. Maybe they're there for a week or whatever. Let them move in. So you'll know the time frame of that. Um, when I do it is when a client pays the final invoice. Because in our business, the only time they're paying the final invoice is when we finally delivered the product at the end. Mm. Right. So whether it's a video or a marketing campaign or anything like that um, as well. If you're in a retainer type business, like we've got clients month to month, um, usually what I'll do is wait till we're several months into it um, mm -hmm. and just you know ask for that review, see if right. they're open for it. So you kind of got to play it by ear as to when the, the best time is mm -hmm. to do that. Um, but in most businesses, usually the time that you pick is the same time for everyone. Mm -hmm. right? so. Yeah, now something that just popped in my head too is a story you told not too long ago about in, in one of the podcasts about how you've had this phenomenal experience mm -hmm. um, when you were buying a car mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, follow, the follow-up was not so great. Yeah. So just touching on that, I'd say, you know, keep in mind that, you know, you have your review at your, you know, the point that your client is the most happy and, um, you know, uh, feeling great about the company, but then, you know, they also can provide a review after that and come back and change. And if you're leaving review. Google reviews, they can go edit their reviews later. They can mm. go back and change it. Yeah. Right. So, you know, even if you think you're being sneaky and kind of snatching them at giving that review at the good time, and then you're going to kind of let it degrade. Right. They have that control to go back and change yeah. it. Right. So, and I've seen that happen with people when I'm reading reviews, they're like, yeah. you know, we've edited this um, experience kind of thing. Cause mm -hmm. it was, you know, it wasn't as great uh, later on. Yeah. Just recently I was reading a, a app review actually. And um, you know, the top review was from this person saying, you know, like, I love this app, blah, blah, blah. It's great. Five stars. And then about, you know, I was scrolling through about four down. It was the same person coming back saying, hmm. I actually want to take back what I said right. <laughs> before, um, which, you know, kind of speaks louder than the initial review because you're like, wow, this person took the time to come back mm -hmm. and tell people like, do not buy this app. You know? Absolutely. So, and what people like um, is for you to respond to the reviews, positive uh, and negative. We'll get to the negative in a second. Um, but if you don't have your Google My Business account claimed, it's free. Just look up Google My Business and, and you can actually you know register for it. Um, it allows you to get notifications every time there's a review, but you can go in there and actually respond to those reviews. Thank them for it. Um, you know, if it wasn't you know, a positive one, you can actually, you know, apologize and then try to, you know, communicate with them um, that way. So I think that's going to lead into where we're going uh, in this episode with what everybody's listening, going, yeah, reviews, reviews, they're great. But what if they're not so great? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and, and I think you got to look at 
what's the motivation behind somebody leaving a negative review, right? Um, a lot of times they're not, you know, in a happy place. Like they're frustrated um, and frustration is the biggest reason mm-hmm. uh, that people do that. And there are people that will either um, leave a review because they want you to know, right? That's, I think their main thing is they want you to know they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. It's the people that don't leave the review that are having negative experience that you should have a bigger problem with because they're still telling people about it. You just don't know that they are, mm-hmm. right? And you have no way to respond to them, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think giving somebody the avenue to actually say, hey, I had a bad experience. And if it's legit, great, fix it, mm-hmm. right? There are people that will actually just try to maliciously troll you and say, okay, I have a bad experience. They've never been a customer, right? They're just, for some reason, they have a beef with you and they're going to try to take you down, mm-hmm. right? And in that case is you can report that to the systems and say, you know, you know fill it out. The, you know, this is not a client. This is fraudulent and all that kind of stuff. And in most cases, they'll take it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's a legit one, my, my advice for that is immediately respond when you get notified to it that, you know, apologize that this has happened um, and open an invitation to either, you know, reach out to them and say, Hey, I'd like to follow up and just see what, what happened. How can we do better? Right. Um, I think the biggest thing is use that experience to, um, you know, improve what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that I think when you're trying to resolve that, that you should take as a tip is ask that person, what can we do to make this better? What can we do to resolve this? Mm-hmm. Let them tell you, because in most cases, what they're willing to accept to, you know, kind of, you know, fix that problem is far less probably than what you would be willing to give them if you're like, hey, I'm going to give you a hundred dollar gift certificate or whatever. You know, I don't know what the situation would be, but um, let them kind of pick that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Now, something that I've kind of thought of is, you know, we talked in a couple episodes back about fact versus feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Is there ever an instance where you wouldn't reply to a, a negative comment, say if there was, um, you know, no legitimacy behind it or it was just all about feelings and there was no um, mention of something that was done wrong? It was just, you know, nasty, I guess you could say. I mean, if, if you know and you should know if this person is actually a customer or a client because you've got records, right, mm-hmm. and you're tracking all that and your keep app, right, um, <laughs> you should have all that. Um, you know, if it's like a feeling people are allowed to have feelings. It's okay mm-hmm. for them to express that, you know, be empathetic. You know, I'm sorry, you know, that you had that experience and I, you know, I would feel that exact same way if this happened to me, right? Go on their same level with that mm-hmm. because, you know, they want to be understood. Never right. get defensive, right? Mm-hmm. That's only going to spark them even further. Um, and that's why I mentioned, you know, address them first and try to take it offline, right? Don't get in the review kind of responses or Facebook comments and start to like go back and forth because mm-hmm. people are just watching for this little dispute to happen, mm-hmm. right? So you want to just, you know, address that, you know, like I said, if they're, if it's completely fraudulent and there's no substance behind it, then you look at trying to get it removed, right? right? Um, and in that case, don't respond, mm-hmm. right? Because they, if they're fraudulent, they want to fight and they're going to respond back to that, yeah. right? So basically you just go through the methods that that channel has to try to report it. Um, and, you know, a lot of cases they'll ask for proof that, you know, in which way um, that it's there. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's that's one of the important things to, to look at is don't be afraid if people are going to give those negative reviews. Right. Right. So how do you keep up to date and make sure that you're seeing every review that you get? 
you know, whatever the platform is. I mean, if it's Facebook, you will get a notification that somebody mm-hmm. left a review. Um, if you have your Google Places listing claimed, you will get an email that somebody has left okay. um, a review. Um, and we get emails every time, you know, the clients that we set up the accounts on Google for, you know, I see those reviews coming in uh, as well. So um, you just can't ignore it um, mm-hmm. and be aware. And there are review systems out there um, that allow you to go in and see them all. Um, there's a nice one called Nice Job. Um, that actually links with your QuickBooks account. So every time an, you can set it up to automatically go and ask the request. So every time an invoice is paid, it will send out a request for uh, a review. It can send out mm-hmm. by text message and then by email. And once they leave the review, it'll stop asking and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can go and manually do it. But it allows right. you to go in and see all the reviews, respond to them in one dashboard, right. um, which is really quite, quite cool. Right. Okay. Now, what happens if, say, um, you know, you missed a review? So it's been couple weeks or even maybe up to a month and you're like oh oh no I haven't responded to this and say it's negative or positive I don't think anyone you know the negative ones maybe they're a little more you know wanting you to but I think a positive review and I don't think anybody sits there and like I can't wait for them to reply (laughs) Right. right so I mean if it's a negative one and just say you know I'm sorry you know I missed this apologize for getting back but I want to you know you know fix this issue with you Mm -hmm. just be real behind it right don't don't lie. Don't try to be like, hey, thanks for the horrible <laughs> review and whatever. But right. um, you know, we're all human. Things are busy. Right. Okay. Now, my my last question I'd say is, you know, we've talked about the really bad. We've talked about the really good. So mm. how do you respond to that client that says, meh, you know, it was okay. Um, <laughs> how, how do you respond to that? I've, I guarantee you probably not see too many of those. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think a lot of it comes down to how you ask for it. You'll get reviews, not as many of people that'll just kind of self do it. You know, they'll more do that if it's a negative thing. But if you want to reach out to clients that have great experiences, you kind of want to position what you want that review to be. Because you don't want to put somebody in a similar review and says, yeah, Blue Cat was awesome, right? That's not, there's no substance to that. So what I tend to ask people is like, like if we're doing marketing or we're doing, you know, a certain project with them, you know, can you give us a review and just kind of explain what it was like working with us or, you know, mm. what are, what's your business like now versus before we started to work with you, right? Get them to tell that story. Right. So um, providing a prompt for yeah, them to, right? because they, they, a lot of people just don't know what to say. Yeah. Right. So they'll just do like a generic kind of right. statement, but get in to explain that or, you know, what's the biggest thing we've helped you overcome? What's the biggest right. challenge you don't have to face anymore? Things like that. And you'll know your clients better. Um, and that's why giving them a, or having the ability to send those manually through, you know, a system mm-hmm. uh, where you can go in and, and kind of put in that context based on that project that you did in there. Yeah. And I think even just from a, you know, a customer perspective, like mm-hmm. when I've been a customer and been asked for a review, if I just get a, you know, request for a review, I'm like, ignore, ignore. It doesn't matter how good it was. Um, maybe that makes me a bad, bad customer, <laughs> but um, but I think that idea of actually prompting somebody and personalizing it and saying, you know, um, you know, I know we helped you with this project. Mm-hmm. How did we impact your company? And give them like actually a question they can answer, mm-hmm. I think is something that would, um, you know, provide incentive for me. And also, you know, we know people are lazy. They mm-hmm. don't want to put in that extra effort. So if you make it easier for them, you know, they're going to be more likely to do it. Absolutely. And, you know, I mentioned the company called Vocal Video for those video reviews. What they've done is they've built a system that allows you to create these, these collection um, pages and you can put in questions so you can ask the person, you know, you know, tell me a bit about your business, right? Next question is, you know, what was it like, 
um, you know, working with us? Or, and the next question could be, you know, explain to us quickly what it's like now in your business, now that we've helped you, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you can put these questions. And when they click on it, what it's going to do in the app is it's going to say the question and then it's going to count down three, two, one, and mm -hmm. then you record the answer to that question. Right. Then you hit next, next question. And what is really cool is it then takes those video answers and it creates a social video clip automatically. Mm. The question comes up, the video, it's all edited, there's music, there's titles, everything is there. Right. Um, it really kind of streamlines that whole process right. uh, for you. So that's, that's extremely important. Um, and before we finish, I think another thing that you want to be aware of is not coming up with an incentive program for reviews. Mm. Right. It's not like leave us a review and get $50 because what you're doing now right. is you're buying reviews. Mm -hmm. Right. The better experience is ask for the review and you want people to give it to you out of the goodness of their heart. Then it's okay to reward them later without them knowing. Just be like, send them something in the mail. Right? Right. Send them a gift card or a thank you or whatever um, and do it after the fact because now you're upping that experience. They didn't expect it um, and they'll they'll love that part mm -hmm. of it versus, you know, get this. But a lot of e-commerce, it's like leave a review and get $5 off your next order. Um, I mean, you can do that, but I don't like that yeah. part of it, right? No, it, it feels wrong, I think. Right. Um, yeah, and, you know, circling back to authenticity. Mm-hmm not really in line with that <laughs> that's right that's right so uh, you know and google from a user standpoint has gamified their review system right the more reviews you give you work you work your way up in ranks it tells you hey your reviews are helping people it's been viewed six thousand times or whatever um and it actually incentivizes me to actually leave reviews from places that i've visited mm. um and what's even cooler is it's tracking where you're at and people are like i hate being tracked but you know i go to a restaurant and i come home and i get a, a pop-up notification it's like you know were you at this restaurant yes it's like tell us about the experience and then i can leave a review it knows that i've been there based on my geographical location right which i think is great from a marketing yeah. standpoint <laughs> that way so um but yeah in your business you must have something to get reviews you're going to probably sell more than um, if you didn't have reviews. We had a client who you know, we did a proposal for. They initially came back and said, hey, you know, can you send us some examples of work you did for other clients? Um, and then a couple hours later, accepted the, con the, the proposal without us sending that because they said, we went and looked at the reviews you, you had from clients and they're just glowing. Um, so you know, we knew we had to work with you, right? So mm -hmm. the reviews closed that deal for us. Right. Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high-levels genius, now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner. Ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam? Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome.